Let's go. And welcome to another father-son fireside chat. Forrest knows what that means now. <laughs> the FDR thing? Yeah. When he went on the radio and he talked about stuff? Yeah, that's kind of like this right now. I don't like that you're getting smart. <laughs> Talking about radio, we came across, well, I learned of a weird show that airs at like one o'clock in the morning what's that coast to coast am oh uh, we've known about that for a long time because i listen to that quite frequently i didn't know that yeah they I, talk about some weird stuff on there yeah i always listen to that on the way home from the drive-in when we go to the drive-in if mom's asleep i'm sure mom's mom always doesn't. asleep yeah but i'm sure if she was awake she'd probably not enjoy that show no so mom's out of town so of course we're doing another podcast yes sir haven't been i haven't done one in a long time no no, sorry I misspoke. Usually I'm better at this stuff. Ray's been taking a little hiatus, so we haven't really done many podcasts. We did call some fights, though. Did you listen to the one with Mickey? Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you showed me that uh-huh. one. That was pretty funny. And we did one with Mr. Derek. And the one with Mr. Afro Pat was really good. Really good. You forgot to hit record. Yeah, I might have to do that one again. It was good enough to redo. Yeah. Uh, I'm calling some fights this weekend mm-hmm. over at FCP. Yeah. World title fight. Mm-hmm. That's, that's going to be a good fight, probably. Yeah. yeah. Are you going to come watch? Yeah. All right. Most likely. Cool. It's, it's amazing to see uh, something so big come to Buffalo. Oh, world kickboxing. Usually. WKBA title. Yeah. Usually things besides the NFL and the NHL, besides that, big sporting events don't really take place in Buffalo. Yeah, not too often. Yeah. I had to turn your game down a little bit. Usually Mr. Ray sits there, and he doesn't talk very loud, so it's way turned up. So when you talk, it's piercing right through my brain. <clears throat> so I was looking back at the channel today, and mm-hmm. it, I, I was really excited to see that all your kind of jokey videos, yeah. all your funny videos, uh-huh. like, they all have like the most views on your channel, which is good. Yeah. It means that you're getting enough mixed media in there to really grow the channel. Yeah, hopefully the channel grows. Forrest has been helping me doing all the YouTube stuff. Well, not all of it, but most of it. Uh, the podcast stuff I've still been handling on myself, on yeah. my own. But uh, he's been helping me with my uh, my videos and trying to make me better um, thumbnail video uh, pictures so people see it and then they want to click on it. Uh, it's tough because I'm really ugly, so if I'm in a picture that like people probably don't want to click on it. It's also good that you have a web guy now. He's definitely yeah. better than me. He's probably got more knowledge than me about all this stuff. Yeah, he's going to help me uh, get together um, a Captain Caveman page and uh, a page for the new gym that we're going to do. Yeah. It'd be great if you could just build a website for Caveman's Corner and everything. Mm-hmm. Put that all together. Yeah. Make an s- online store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sell some merch. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We're going to sell some merch. Caveman's Corner merchandise. Uh, you know what? We should make a... Um, one of those things you can flick and they fall down and go back like a punching bag thing and say, get up, Mr. Ray, or get up, Ray, because Ray's always falling down in every video we shoot. <laughs> Something like that. <sighs> uh, yeah. So mom's going to be out of town for the fights, though. She's going to come back that night. So um, if you come to the fight, you'll probably have to, maybe I can have you sit right by me. Or since it's going to be on pay-per-view now, the fights are going to be broadcast on pay-per-view, you might have to sit back a little bit because I can't really. It's more than just YouTube. Yeah. So now it's like a, a serious thing, so I can't really jack it up. That's another milestone for you, too. Yeah, I did TV. Now I'm doing a pay-per-view. Yeah. TV was fun. Hopefully they don't... Uh, like, when we were calling the fights for TV, the people that do, like, the replays and the people, the camera people, they all talk, and you can hear them in your headset. So it can be a little bit distracting. So hopefully Mr. Ray doesn't get... Uh, 
flamboozled by it. I should warn him a little bit. But I don't know if it's going to be like that or not for the pay-per-view. It's and kind of funny that all your TV stuff airs at like 3 or 4 in the morning. It doesn't matter. It's just good practice because then I'm, I'm used to it. And uh, I, I actually really like doing it and uh, take it pretty seriously. Practicing those fights with Mr. Wright, like, that was a really good idea. Especially since you and Mr. Ray, you're kind of a new combo going into the commentating yeah. side of things. Mm-hmm. So it'd be, it's it's definitely good that you practiced. And the, like you were telling me, is it's good to get back into the flow of commentating. For yeah, you. I haven't commentated, Jesus, since the last, um, man, when was the last time I did it? Probably the last Ground Force fights. Holy cow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, well, uh, Mr. Mr. Rich Mitchell is going to be putting on more shows this year, so should have like six opportunities to commentate this year and then get back in a ring and interview the guys. I really like that too. Yeah, it's crazy that FCP like doesn't do a whole lot of commentating. They put all their stuff on YouTube, and it doesn't look bad. I mean, it looks semi-professional, yeah. which is as good as you're going to get when you're in Buffalo and you're not really a huge promotion. It I looks mean, better not- than some of the bigger PA promotions that sell all kinds of pay-per-views. Yeah. To be honest, the video quality is really, really good. Sometimes the fights aren't the best, but um, uh-huh. that's not always their fault because you know how amateurs are. The matchups change at the last minute, and then you get mm-hmm. a non-competitive fight. Yeah, but that's definitely good. What I don't understand, though, is like they should definitely have commentating for that. I mean, that's what's going to make them competitive. Mm-hmm. Most people don't want to watch a fight with some mundane crowd noises in the back with two pe- two dudes just hitting each other. Yeah. Like you start adding – if you start adding – um. Yeah, if you start adding commentating, mm-hmm. and maybe you make some of the videos more exclusive, or yeah. separate them, mm-hmm. you I feel like they can make a, a lot more money and promote it much more be- like much better yeah. with commentating. What do you think about my commentating? Your commentating is usually pretty good. I mean, sometimes, like your research is really good, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's, it's, Maybe sometimes you need to cut back on the comedy a little bit, <laughs> making fun of all the guys for what they're wearing and stuff. Yeah, I. I mean, besides that, your commentating is good. Yeah. you really understand like what's going on, mm-hmm. and it's good because because you have all this experience. Yeah. So like, even when you like, sometimes at home you'll call what's gonna happen in a UFC fight before the commentators even get to it, which shows how much like all that experience that you have. As an actual fighter, it really shines through in your commentary. Like Thank you, you always know what's gonna happen. It's good. Yeah. Well, the the other good thing is I'm calling uh, amateur fights, so most of the time action's pretty slow. So I mean, it's not like slow. It's fast to people, but to me it looks slow because I'm in there and I'm used to things coming at a million miles an hour. And then, first of all, I'm already stepped back, so I'm sitting outside the cage, so everything already is a lot slower than when you're in there. And then on top of that, these guys aren't moving at the level of the people that I fight, you know, so everything's just a little bit slower. Like the punching's not as crisp and the grappling's not as crisp. The transitions are just a little touch slower. So I can actually even say what they're doing and think about whether it's their left hand or the right hand. So that's really, really hard when you're doing commentary, when you're trying to figure out, because sometimes they're at a different angle than you're sitting. And you can't really fully see what's going on, and you're trying to call if it's the right arm or the left arm or what they should do to get out, things like that. So it can be pretty difficult to separate what's going on in your mind and then translate it into spoken word in the, the split second that it takes for a guy to look for a submission or an escape, you know? Yeah. So 
your ankle is usually pretty bad when you're commentating. Like, you're sitting in a seat with a white mm-hmm. table, and, like, the cage really obstructs your view. Because usually it's raised up a few, like, mm-hmm. at least a foot or two. Right. And, like, the table only goes up a foot or two. Right. So, like, really, and when you sit down in the chairs, you see, like, the bottom of the cage. Mm-hmm. So, do the professionals, like, usually have a better view? Do they have a higher view? Okay, so, like, when you see a professional table, well, prof- UFC. So if you look at the UFC table, they, they each have a monitor, uh, and then they have the other monitor. So they have dual monitors. So there's two different views of what's going on monitor-wise. They can see from the cage because at the UFC, if you look, the commentators are even with the cage. Um, they're still set back a little bit, and they're sitting down, but their table is even with the cage because they're on a little bit of an elevated platform. So they're seeing the, the action live. Um, the cage is a lot bigger and they have the camera truck, and they have the the monitors. Um, I've only had the monitors when I've called the TV fights, and um, actually that's that's a little bit tough because we had a camera, and the camera was not the same feed that was going out. So the the camera angle we had was just uh, set from one camera, and the camera that they were using for the broadcast was flipping between the four cameras, and they would tell us which camera they're on. Uh, so the video that we had was only camera one. I don't know if like a major setup would have all four cameras. So like camera two is live, camera one is live, camera four is live. I don't think you can fit like all the cameras on the table with mm-hmm. all the monitors, because I'm pretty sure you would need separate monitors if you get a smaller view, like a split screen mm-hmm. view. But it's that de- it's probably definitely helpful. It's somewhat helpful to have the monitor there, right? They pro- oh, it's hugely helpful. But they probably for the UFC broadcast, they probably have whatever camera's live up on the feed. You know what I'm saying? So if camera two is live, camera two would be the feed. Yeah. If camera three is live, camera three would be the feed. Mm-hmm. But uh, for the setup that we had, camera one was uh, uh, the overhead down camera, and that's the camera that we had the whole time. Mm-hmm. So when you call the fight, and sometimes I look at the monitor, I learned not to do it after the first fight, and I'd call what I'm seeing on the screen so I can call it like the fans see it. But then <laughs> the camera angles I used were different, so what I was saying wasn't really revel- relevant because you couldn't see it in the in the frame. Yeah. But having the monitor like gives you a better shot of what's going on. A much better view because um the 1FCP that I called with um, Doug Rose and um, the who else was there? And I'm trying to think of that guy's name. Let's say, jeez. He was a weird guy with the funny chest hair. Um, he fought one time. I, I don't think I was there. Uh, I forgot his name. But I called the fights with him and then thought Rose was there and, and Pat Barry. And I was just trying to think of that weird guy's name. And uh, when we called the fights, uh, at first, the lights were shining right where we were sitting. So it was super hard to see what was going on in the cage. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a couple fights, they uh, we moved over a little bit so we could have a better view. Sometimes you don't have the best view at the cage side. And sometimes when you're cornering a fighter, like actually cornering them, you can't see some of the stuff that's going on. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the referee is right in a way. Especially when you're in a blue, like in a corner and they're far away. Mm-hmm. Especially if you've got a fat referee with a big butt. All you see is his butt. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're talking about like the media, like the, the mediums for MMA and stuff and what's being shown... What do you see as, like, the future of your podcast? Like, when you're big and you're making money from this, 
are you going to add video, hire an editor maybe to make your stuff look better? Well, I have to be making some serious money to hire an editor. You know, if I ever make decent money, I would like to have a, a full video feed in here or have a studio, you know, mm-hmm. like we used to. Um, Fanduzi might take off again. Uh, Chris has been, I've been messaging back and forth with Chris. We never, we're going to catch up and sit down. But, dude, you know how hard it is. I got that, that gym going. I got our gym at West New York MMA. I got the gym I'm trying to make, the Integrity yeah. Gym with Dr. Kroll. Then uh, I have regular work, which is going terrible. And then uh, <laughs> what else I got? What? Oh, I, you know, I train myself. Yeah. So that's a lot of it, stuff going on. If you make it big, um, mm-hmm. either with your, either with one of the gyms, mm-hmm. or uh, or with this, it's possible that you could start relying less on a regular job, traditional job. Yeah, hopefully, and focus that's- more on your. Uh, job and the gym mm-hmm. like which is a traditional job you can work in the gym or if you make it on here make mm-hmm. it on the youtube platform get yeah. really big on youtube mm-hmm. um you I, can definitely make a good amount of money when you're big on youtube yeah. i think the, you just have to be careful with what you put yeah. in your well, I podcast, put in my podcast yeah. yeah i think the youtube stuff's pretty good i mm-hmm. most of the funny stuff is pretty funny if you haven't subscribe like do it now if you could get some people, um, some people going, or you have some extra money to spend, mm-hmm. if you got like a more professional camera, mm-hmm. and you can get that at least 1080p, mm-hmm. um, it'll pretty much be with the camera stand, ca- camera quality standards with most other YouTubers. Yeah. And I think, I think. You if don't you think get a, my Flyway phone is good enough? No, <laughs> I think I think if you get a professional camera, you'll definitely get a better fee, mm-hmm. and um. I think maybe you could actually do some scripted stuff and mm-hmm. plan out real instructional videos yeah. more, which is what seems like kind of where you're heading. Like yeah. some funny stuff, some podcasts, uh-huh. then some real stuff. Yeah. Like real actual mm-hmm. walkthroughs of techniques and stuff. So I think it'd be good to get uh, maybe a little more serious if you have some extra money to spend. If you get a good camera. Mm-hmm. I think, and you like because right now, even without even under the threshold for making money on YouTube for su- the subscriber count, I think if you even if like you can get a better camera, like an actual camera, right? I think still, if you like if you have some money to spend, maybe you should spend it on a camera or right. save up for a camera. So, because I think that can probably boost your mm-hmm. status. Well, right now it's just kind of a pipe dream, right? I haven't really made any money doing a podcast. I haven't made uh, too much money uh, doing any of the films and stuff. I mean, it's got me some commentating jobs, and that helps a lot, you know. But uh, I'm not really making any money from YouTube or the pod, any like measurable money where it matters enough where I can actually save and and do something with it, you know. Um, so uh, I really haven't got into that. It's just not. Yeah. It's just a pipe dream for now, you know. Like it's one for of those sure. things you wish you could do, but it's not really going to happen. Yeah, and plans I, for the future when you. Yep. When you're like. When I'm rich. This, this is a mm-hmm. this is a good. This would be a perfect situation. Yeah. Like if you're in the perfect situation mm-hmm. where you have a little bit of extra money to spend, get a decent camera. I mean. That that time will only come every so often, and, and I mean if you can take advantage of that. It, I'm just saying it could be helpful, and there's a direction that you could take your channel in. 
Yeah, I agree 100%. And um, I also, I've been really, to be honest with you, I've had fun. Uh, we've been, like, working together and comparing notes. And, you know, it's really been a, a joint effort for us to make these videos that we've been making, the funny videos. And yeah. to smash something, the green means. Mm-hmm. That's going to be, uh, I, I like that one. I'm going to put that one together. Video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looks like uh, work's going to shut down on Friday for this stupid expo thing. Mm-hmm. So maybe Friday I'll be able to put it together and get the bank account set up for the gym. Uh, and get most of the gym stuff, order the mats, and then um, be ready to go. Mm-hmm. The smashing videos are fun. Mm-hmm. We got to think up with something to smash with a bowling ball. A bowling ball? Yeah. Get a what if we smash the dog with a bowling ball? No, don't smash the dog with a bowling ball. You know what we'll do? We'll get You're the definitely do- going to get demonetized if people start watching that when you get above the threshold. We'll get the dog, and uh, we'll just have him walking by, and we'll shoot it so it looks like we're going to hit him with a bowling ball, and then we'll put an egg underneath and smash the egg with a bowling ball and say it was a dog, and be like, ah, and they'll have a green bean come out of it, and I'll eat it. A green bean come out of the egg? Yeah, I don't know. Just something crazy. We'll try and get green beans in every one. <laughs> It'd be like the caveman thing. Caveman likes green beans. Mm-hmm. Definitely have a lot of lot of catchphrases we could do and stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Definitely a lot of marketability in some of the crazy things you do. I know. <laughs> to smash something videos are fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So if anyone is watching these crazy videos, they're fun to make. They're a little bit crazy. It's just something we're doing for fun. And uh, me and Force have collaborated to make these. Somewhat. I haven't done a whole lot, but no. I mean, I've done a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you made me punch that stupid green bean can like six extra times because you filmed it wrong. Oh, I didn't get it. Do it again. <laughs> I didn't get it. Do it again. But the end product didn't come out too bad. Mm-mm. It was good. Yeah. We should have shot some more video of me like, ah, and then we could have put the Easter egg could have been me like holding my hand. Right With now. Ice. Yeah. <laughs> that would be. We, it's not too late. We can still shoot it. Mm. Like, ah. Don't spoil it. I'm put my hand in ice and eat green beans. <laughs> no, put it in a bag of frozen green beans. <laughs> what do you think about all this Endgame stuff? All this crazy Endgame Spoilers! Stuff? No, like, just about the news. Like, people getting beat up for spoiling it. And people, like, don't you think it's a little bit crazy? A little bit extra? Mm. I mean, people are talking about spoiling Endgame being bullying. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. All I know is Spider-Man fill out his suit better than Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. It's just a movie. Who cares? Yeah. Well, all the Marvel fans, too. Yeah, I guess. I mean, all the men that the movie made cry. They should have just been there earlier. Oh, and we we were pretty late. We're not that late. Yeah, we we, uh, we hit it at a perfect time to uh, be late. Mm-hmm. No spoilers though. Yeah, keep it spoiler free, mm-hmm. so we yeah. don't have to put the big. Spoiler. We were uh, we thought we were going to three thirty show, but we really bought tickets for a three o'clock show. Yeah. So when we got there, we were a little bit late. We missed about ten minutes, I think. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. It wasn't that big of a deal, but no yeah. spoilers. Mm-hmm. I right, just think that's crazy. It was right before Hulk ate Black Widow. <laughs> I just find um I like how Hulk ate everybody and every time he ate someone he got smarter. <laughs> I just find all these crazy stories like Like the lady that cried uncontrollably and had to be taken to the hospital in China. Yeah, like how? 
That's just stupid stuff. It's so weird. It's just propaganda for the movie. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely market, market, marketable. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what it's all about. Because it's a big news story. It's clickbait. People do it just to make money. That's what the news is all about today. You have to be careful with the news. But still, some of this mm-hmm. stuff is actually happening. Like, not all of it is mm-hmm. that fake. Or some of it is partially true. Which is still insane. Yeah. Like, if somebody cried so hard during a movie that they had to be hospitalized. Uh-huh. People have died during watching movies. Crazy. False alarm. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know people have died. People die doing all kinds of stuff, though. It's just the nature of death. People die everywhere, doing everything. It's kind of spontaneous. That's just because there's so many people. So, mm-hmm. eventually someone's going to die doing something. Just because there's so many instances of it happening. People probably died doing a podcast before. Yeah, hopefully not me. I might die in here laughing at Ray one day, though. It gets pretty funny. <laughs> Someday Ray is going to learn how to talk into the mic. He really will. Someday. Yeah, you're much better at it than him. Yeah, I just push out my chair, like, really far. Mm-hmm. So even when I sit back, like, I try to push it up to a point where even where I'm sitting back, if I project my voice at least a decent amount, like, the mic still picks it up really well. Yeah. So if he just pulled up his chair... And stop leaning farther than his chair should he's be always, able to- He's always doing this. And then when he talks, he's like this. So right now I have one, two, three, four. I'm five-fifths away from the mic. And Ray talks like this, and he talks down, and he talks like this. Yeah. Don't and give then, him a swivel chair. He doesn't have a swivel chair. He sits in your chair. And, and no, it doesn't make the best broadcast. Yeah. How do you, like, this is uncomfortable. What's that? Like me sitting here. I'm yeah, he doesn't sit like that though. He sits like I'm moving my chair back. So he sits like this, and a lot of times he has enough room so he can look at his phone. So he's sitting. So he's slouching in his chair too. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to bump the mic. That was unprofessional of me. So he should just pull down the mic and pull up his chair. No, then he's he's kind of fat, so the fat's in the way. He can't do it like that. How? He's not. That he can't fat. bend like that because he's got a belly right there. Yeah, but th- isn't this how he leans to play on his phone? No, he does this. He leans back. Like here, like this. But even if I'm talking right. down, if the mic is No one loose. wants to listen to us talk about Ray for four minutes. <laughs> Unless Ray's here and we're making fun of him. It's not funny. I'm sorry, Mr. Ray. You're not going to listen to this anyways. You don't even listen to the ones we do. <clears throat> uh, anything else? Any final words? Twilight, the original Twilight Zone is pretty cool. Yeah, we, we started watching Twilight Zone and forced watched the original Terminator. We're trying to watch Terminator 2 and Matrix. So if anyone... Either of them are on anything. Yeah, if any anyone has either one of those movies that we could borrow this week, we'd be very interested in borrowing this the DVD. Week. Yeah, this week, because Mom comes back on Saturday. So we need to get it in soon. It's just funny because it's so short term. That's good. We had a good dinner tonight as well. Yeah, I made steaks. Oh, the rice is still uh, still sitting there if you yeah, want any. Yeah, because neither of us ate rice. Yeah. I'm good. Okay. Anyways. I'm going to eat it because I'm hungry right now. Yeah. Because that little piece of steak didn't fill me up. Well, the fire is... Nine guys out. fighting this weekend. Nine uh, WNYMMA guys. Mm-hmm. And I count uh, I count uh, Anthony Ford as a WNY guy, so 10. Okay. Yeah. It's great that it's it's... It's cool to know that FDR was the original fireside chat guy. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot about the president. So my yeah, Forrest went to Forrest and uh, his mom went to Washington D.C. and uh, 
Him and Karis enjoyed a great trip. The war monument was really hard, though. Mm -hmm. Like, because they had the hall of, like, war service. Yeah. It wasn't hard because it was sad. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was sad, but it wasn't so sad that it was hard. It was hard because there was so much reading, and you just stood there. And sometimes it was very similar things that you were reading about. Yeah. So. I've never been there, so hopefully I get there someday. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I was unfortunately stuck working. I didn't have any days off. Well, I... I get six days off a year. I use one because I was sick. I'm going to have to use one probably when they shut down for this expo thing. I'm going to need one for Memorial Day. I'm going to need one for Labor Day. So that leaves me with two vacation days for the year. So I need to spend them wisely. Don't you have to take one off for Christmas as well? No, I get Christmas Day off. Only if I take Christmas Eve off. (laughs) I hate it so much. Oh, that's all right. We might, uh, might end up on strike in the next couple weeks, so... Like, don't some people just take off and, like, just completely disregard how many days they have because it's so stupid? Well, first of all, I have to talk in the mic. And second of all, I could do that, but then we won't have money for you to do cool things. Yeah, but... So if I don't go to work... So people just don't go to work? Like, the people that take the week vacations, which is longer than the entire year's worth of vacation days, they just Mm -hmm. don't get paid the seventh day? So if... We get six days, right? So, well, yeah, we get six days. So, if you go on a five-day vacation, you're covered. You just can't um, use your holidays then. So, like, we don't get holiday. Well, we get holiday pay for four holidays, but the shops close, like, uh, six or seven. And we have an expo. So, that's two or three days you have to use for that. So, you're down to three days. And we don't have any sick days. So, if you use a sick day, you're down to two days. And I, when I was sick that time, I called in. You know, that's why I never I go into work no matter how sick I was, but I was so dizzy I couldn't really do anything. Mm-hmm. So I um I called in that day, so that leaves me with five. And probably gonna need one Friday, that's four. I figure I'm gonna need one eventually to do gym stuff, so that's uh three. And then Memorial Day and Labor Day I wanna spend with you guys, so that's two and then one and that leaves me one more day. And I had wanted to go down to um visit grandpa and grandma. That's probably when you're going to use your other day. Yeah, well, I can't. There's only one day left. I'm not going to have enough time to do it. And last year, I used all my days for fights, so I didn't get a vacation last year either. Because I fought three times, so I took all six days on those vacations. Mm-hmm. But if somebody took... So if somebody took a seven-day vacation... So if somebody took... So if somebody took a seven-day vacation, they just wouldn't get paid the seventh day? They wouldn't get paid the seventh day, and then the days that were closed, they don't get paid. See, like, if I don't, if I don't have a vacation day and I don't work Memorial Day, then I don't, um, I don't get paid. So I get a four-day work week. So instead of forty hours, it's thirty-two. And then because of poor choices in life, I have to pay child support. So that comes out no matter how many hours I work. I cover that, and then you know. So basically, you're just in a tough spot with your weekly paycheck. Yeah, if, if you, you took an extra day off, you'd just be pretty much. Right, because Awful. sometimes the shop just closes too, and if there's a snow day, oh, I, that's why I didn't use a, um, a vacation day when I we took that snow day. I didn't use a vacation day for that snow day because when we got snowed in, when the plows plowed us in and we couldn't get off our street, mm-hmm. I, I didn't use this uh, vacation day that day, so I tried to make up the hours because I, I didn't want to waste a day like that. But now they want us to have to use our vacation days. This that's in the contract. One of the things that we we don't like is that um, if you use your 
if you take a day off, you have to use a vacation day no matter how many hours you have worked. So if you already have 40 hours and you take Friday off, you still have to use a vacation day. That's stupid. Yeah, it is stupid because it... Uh, so if you work 40 hours, if you work four 10-hour days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that's 40 hours, right? So if you take your Friday and you use it as a vacation day, then you get 48 hours straight time because vacation time doesn't count for overtime. So it, it's pretty much a waste. So, but you get paid the same as you would for a normal 40 hour work. For, yeah, but you, you normally if you work over 40 hours, you get time and a half. So it'd be like if you make 20, you'd get 30. Yeah, but if you normally work 40 hours, then what's the difference between having the four 10-hour days and the five 8-hour days? Well, you're supposed to work five days a week. That's what you're scheduled for. If you're working, you're just working two extra hours every day. That doesn't count. They so still, that doesn't count until you're 40 hours? Well, it counts towards your 40 hours, but they, they don't care that you work 40 hours. They want you to work every day. And if you don't work every day, they want you to use your vacation day. So but you don't save them up. So then what's the problem with... Just not going to work one day if you already have 40 hours and I don't understand. Well, you can, but then they, right now we can do that. But in our contract that they're, we're proposing now, they want you to use your vacation day. But if they just want you to use it and they're not forcing you to use it. You, then you have to use it. Like, the, the, But what if you don't have any left and you just don't come into work? Well, then it'd be unpaid and then they'd be subject to discipline. Oh. Well, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, you're always subject to discipline if you don't come in. But, I mean, then you're, um, you have to use your day. If you don't have any days left, there's not too much they can do besides refire you. That's stupid. Yeah. So what if they just called in a bunch of random snow days? Then you just don't have any vacation? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, that's... So if they called in seven snow days, like there was an awful blizzard. Yeah. You would just get disciplined for no reason since you took a day without using a vacation day? Yeah, you wouldn't be allowed to do that. You'd have to use your vacation days. That's what I'm saying. No, but if they called in... So if they called the snow day seven days in a row... Right. They could discipline you for the seventh day? No, not really. They just make you use up all your vacation days. I mean, if if yeah, they if call the snow days, day... If then... they call the snow day, no. But they don't ever... We don't close. We don't close on our driving bands. We don't close for anything, so... Oh. They would never close a shop. The only reason I didn't go in is because I couldn't physically get off our street, remember? The car got stuck. Mm-hmm. And then the other time, you were pretty much dizzy to the point where you couldn't really stand up well. Yeah, I was and you not certainly good. Weren't, you certainly weren't going to be able to sit and stand for eight hours. You just probably had to lay down. No, I'd have been okay to stand. I just didn't want to operate uh, equipment that could kill me <laughs> being all jacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's getting pretty late, dude. It's 1130. It's time for bed. It's Much longer than we planned. Yeah, more than a half hour podcast because you just keep going and rambling because you're tired. I'm tired. I still got a lot of work to do tonight. So um, you're going to go to bed. I'm going to get on this computer typing stuff up. And I will talk to you tomorrow on this. Okay. All right. I miss uh, doing these things. I like doing it with you. Yeah. Tried to do one yesterday, but I fell asleep while we were watching Terminator 1. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. All right. We're out. Goodbye.